Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirim and Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We are now in the Masachet Kitin, Daf Memtet Amud Bet, looking at, at this point, the end of the first Mishnah, which lists Ktubat Isha as being collected from Ziburit, from the poorest quality of land. He put a caveat on that and said, this is only true if the woman is collecting Ketubah from the orphans, meaning that the husband died and she's collecting her Ketubah as an almana. If she's collecting from the guy himself, like in the case of a divorce, she'll collect like any other creditor from Benonit. Now, Let's think about this. Miat me, my Isha. So why are you picking out Ktuba? Any collection from Yatomim is going to be done from Ziburit. Tahat Nan, we have it in the next Mishnah, which again was already presented at the beginning of the parak, but it's Mishnah Bet, and we're going to analyze it uh, later on. All collections from Yatomim are Minas Ziburit. So it's not only true about Ktuba. It must be that even if she's collecting from the guy himself, it's a ziburit. No, liola miyatme. Really, we're supporting Marzutra. He had to mention Ktuba, and the Mishnah had to mention Ktuba. There is a general consideration with an almana of china, of chain, that you want to make the woman more attractive so that she'll be remarried. Therefore, you want to enhance her collection. Uh, and therefore, we would think that uh, even from Yitomim, we would allow her to collect better land. Kamash Malan, that we don't. All right, Amarava. So Rava is going to challenge Marzutra. Toshma, Rameir, Omer, Ktubati, Shab, Venonit. Rameir disagrees in our Mishnah and says that Ktuba is collected from Benonit. Now, Miman, Ilam, Miyatmi, that can't be from Yitomim. Doesn't our mayor agree that all collections from orphans are only from Ziburit? It must be from the guy himself that Ramir says you collect from Benonit. And what do the Rabbanan say back to him? It turns out that it's Rabbi Huda. We call the Rabbanan Sabi, but Ziburit. So you see that Ziburit is even when you're collecting from the husband himself. We're going to answer this the same way. Now we're not going to employ China as a possibility, but as a real approach, and say that according to Remeyer, even when she collects from Yitomim, she collects from Benonit, in order to enhance her position in the community. And uh, the Chacham disagree and say, in that case, she will only collect from Ziburit. But if the husband were alive, she collects from Benonit also. All right, let's see. Amar Baya, Toshma, Hanizakin Shemin Lahen Be'idit, Vachob Benonit, Tuvati Shab Ziburit, Our Mishnah. Miman. Now, who are all these collections happening from? Elam miyatmi can't be from Yatomim. My iriyaktubatisha afilu kol haninami. So it's not true about ktuba. Any of them would only be ziburit. Alav minay. It must be that our Mishnah is talking about collecting from the party himself, meaning the owner of the damage uh, item or the one who did the damage himself, the one who borrowed the money, and the husband. And in that case, it's still ziburit. Rachabayakov achem ma'askin. So he says, you know, what we're dealing with in our Mishnah. Here's what happened. The fellow who's being collected from isn't the guy who did the damages. He's his father. And he guaranteed when his son bought his first ox or whatever it is, he said, he said I'm going to guarantee that if this my son caused any damages, I'll pay for it. Same thing. He said, my son borrows money, I'll be the guarantee. 
the same thing as son Mary's, says, I'm the guarantee of collection. Now, and therefore, everyone collects in their normal fashion. Why? Nizakin and a balchov that could collect when the payer is alive. Therefore, when somebody collects from this father of the guy who owes the money, they also collect as if the son is alive. The son is alive. That can only be collected after death. Normally, who do you collect from after death? Normally, miyatmi from the orphans. So, so even though this guy is the father of, we what we do is we say, "Aha, he's going to pay as if a normal case of lacharmita, which would be from yitomim, and therefore it's ziburit." But wait a second, we've got a simpler solution. If we have an arev on the ktubah, a guarantor on the ktubah, an arev does not pay a ktubah. We'll see a little more development of that. The answer is bekablan. This is a sugyat, in a babatra, a much more intense form of guarantee as a kablan, somebody who actually co- uh, commits to make the payment, not to back up the payment. Now, whether a kablan really becomes obligated to pay, even if at the time of the loan, the lova, the borrower, has no money. So if you say that, then that's fine. Shop here. But according to the opinion, it says only if the borrower really has money, then the kablan comes in as sort of a second payer. And if not, not, then my equal member, what are you going to do here? Clearly here, it's clearly a case where the son didn't have. So he buy it but have So we could say, good, it's like one of the cases where he did have. Vishtaduf, and it got destroyed, and that's why the woman is now coming after this Arev, or this Kablan. When you're a Kablan for somebody else, so even, so then it depends, according to the opinion that says a Kablan is only Mitchayev, if the Lova has something, so it's only if he has it. But when the guy that you're covering is your own son, then you really are Mishabed yourself, even if he has nothing, because you want to cover his debts. So it could be that that's the case. Now, let's see something about this Arev and the Kablan. Itmar, Arev diktuva divra kolo mishtabed. Everyone agrees that a regular Arev on a Ketubah is not mishtabed, is not mitchayev. Kablan de Balchov, a Kablan of a regular debt, divra kol mishtabed. Everybody agrees he is mishtabed. But now let's put it in the middle. Arev de Balchov, a regular cosigner on a Chov. Or Kablan de Ketubah, or a full Kablan on a Ketubah, some people say that even if the borrower, or the husband that is, has no money at the time he takes out the debt or gets married, nonetheless the kablan is mishtabed. And the others believe that it depends on whether or not the borrower or husband has any property at the time that he incurs the debt. Uh, that if he doesn't have property, that he, then the kablan is not mitchayev. What's the halacha? Afagav mishtabed. In every case, he's mishtabed, even if the borrower doesn't have any money. Bar me arev dektuba. The only case we're not is a regular arev on a ktuba. Why? The afagav mishtabed. Even here we go the opposite. Even if the husband has property at the time, the arev is not mishtabed, and if the husband then loses the property. 
There is no recompense. My time, or what's the reason? Mitzvah This guy is simply doing a mitzvah to help the fellow get married. And by the way, the woman lost nothing. So there is no no loss that the woman incurred that now this fellow gained something, that he, therefore he's mishtabed. He wasn't mishtabed at all. He's simply an arev, and he's helping out. It's one thing if a guy borrows money. So the fact that uh, Plony borrowed money, and that it was on the arev say-so, that he was that, that he was able to get the debt, so he has a hanah, and that's the hanah that's mishtabed him. But in the case of the marriage, that didn't work. Uh, the, the, the woman didn't lose anything. She didn't give anything up that he is gaining either directly or, or otherwise that would be mashabed him. Alright, Amaravina, Toshma, Mikara de Takantin. Let's take a look at how our Takana started out and see whether Marzutra, uh, Marzutra's halacha is accurate that, um, that Ktubati uh, Shah is collected from Menaziborit only from the Yatomim and otherwise it's being Benonit. Right, how did we start to explain our Takana in the previous podcast? Why does a woman get Ziburit? Because she is more interested in being married than he is. So the fact that she knows she has Ziburit isn't going to keep her from getting married. But if you think that it's only from Yatomim, the reason in the Takana should be that the only reason a woman gets Ziburit is because she's collecting from the Yatomim, but not because of her desire versus his desire in being married. So the answer is Tiyufta Marzutra, Tiyufta Marzutra has now been rejected, and indeed, Ektuba is always collected by Nazibur, whether it's from the husband or from the Yitomi. Now, we have another Allah of Marzutra, Brader of Nachman, that's brought here simply because of the, 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 uh, that connection. Marzutra, Brader of Nachman, Mishmeder of Nachman, he quotes his father, saying, Shtar Tomim. If there's a Shtar Chov that somebody comes to collect from heirs, from orphans, meaning father borrowed money, father died, now the creditor comes to collect from the orphans. Even if the debt, the the writ, said in it, the collect from Shevach, meaning from the best land, only collects from Ziburit, as we said is the normally the case when you collect from orphans, but even if explicitly says in the star that you collect from the best. Amrabaya Bayab says, Teda, I could prove it to you. A Balchov normally gets Benonit. But if he's collecting from Yatomim, it's Ziburit. So therefore, even if it says Shavach, it's still Ziburit. In other words, you see that the Yatomim trumps everything else. So Amrali Rava, Rava says to Abaye, that's not a good proof. Hachi has to think about it. Balchov, Dine, Midoraita, Ziburit. Balchov, Midoraita really should have Ziburit. Right? Kedeula. Why Damar Ula Dvar Torah Ziburit? How does Ula know that Midoraita you collect Ziburit? He proves it from the only pasuk we have on the page. Shemar, if you're going to take a collateral, you stand outside, and the person who is your debtor will bring the avot outside. Madar Koshal Ishlotzi. What kind of thing does he bring out? A cheap little vessel, right? In other words, you're collecting sort of the cheapest thing. So why did the rabbis raise the Balchov to be able to collect from Benonit? Because we don't want them to, there to be a uh, a blockage of people lending money. Nobody's going to lend money if they know they can collect from Ziburit. And in the context of Yatomim, so this is Rav's answer to Abaye, your proof that a Balchov, even though he normally collects Benonit, only collects from Yatomim, 
is not a proof for Marzotra's case, where he says if it says Shevach, he still collects from Ziburit. Because in the in a regular Balchov case, Mitoraita, he says he should collect Ziburit. And so therefore, in the case of Yatomim, the rabbi said, we'll keep him on his Doraita level. But in this case, that Marzutra is quoting, really Midoraita should collect Edith, because it says Edith in the star. The father agreed to let him collect Edith. So Rava says, really, should be able to collect Edith from the Yatomim also. I will Rav Avtani Avram Chosa in the front of Nichse Yatomim element in Ziburit, Vafilu Hei Nizakin. We have a version of our Mishnah taught by this Avram Chosa that says you can only collect from Yatomim, only collect Ziburit, even in the case of Nizikin. And Rahanazikin, Dinam Doraita Kiid Beidid. We saw that in the, fir- in the previous uh, podcast that Nizikin mi Doraita certainly are Beidid. Am I Tafsadeu? So, uh, so how can you argue that, um, that a, that if you wrote Shevach or Edith into the Shtar Chov that they would collect from Edith, even Nazikin they only collect from Ziburit? Uh, not necessarily. It's based on Rabbi Shmuel, who remember always says that you base it on the on the valued lands of the Nizak, the one who's been damaged. And here we're talking about a case where the best lands of the Nizak are equal to the poor lands of the Mazik. Rabbi Shmuel says to me, but the Nizak we really base it on the value of lands of the Nizak, which means you should give them the cheap land. But they said you have to pay based on the mazik, which is, is going is to be higher. And in the case of Yatomim, that's what Avram Chazam meant. In the case of Yatomim, they left it at the Doraita level, according to Bishmuel, which is to base it on the Nizak's value, which is really going to be the cheapest kind of land vis-a-vis the mazik. Now, Aini, is that true? has a strange line. It says you only collect Ziburit from Yatomim, even if they are Edit, which makes it sound like exactly our case. You only collect from Ziburit even if they're there, even if there is Edit there. Doesn't Afiluain Edit mean even though Edit was written into the star, nonetheless you only collect Ziburit, thus rejecting Marzutra again? No, my idit shvoi idit. You know what idit means here? Idit here is a euphemism for really the worst land, called shvoi idit. Kedurava, damarava, hezik ziburit. If you damage ziburit, govmin idit. Then he collects the best land. That's nazikin. Shvoi idit. But if you were damaged, even the untotally unusable land, then govmin abenonit. Even a mazik uh, will only have to pay from benonit. And now kind of flipping back over Rava, we say in the context of Yatomim, we left it on a Doraita level, which is to collect from Ziburit, because that's what you damaged. Okay, so uh, again, we have not totally rejected Marzutra's second halacha, uh, but we also have not fully supported it, that says that if somebody comes with a Shtar Chov that says Edit, and it turns out that his debtor died and he's now collecting from the Yatomim, whether or not he can collect from Edith, um, or always collects from Ziburit. Ravo's the opinion that he really will collect based on what it says in the Shtar. Okay, This is now Mishnabet. Mishnabet has two parts to it. 
Um, and the, and uh, we will see both parts in this podcast. Uh, the presentation of the Gemara is the inverse of the way it's presented in the Mishnah, but we'll follow this reading. The first one is that we never collect, and we just saw this, from Nichse Yatomim, we only collect Ziburit. So, boy, Ravach Devoi Barami, he asked the following question. Yatomim Shamru, Tanimo Afiluk Dolim. Do these orphans who can, from whom we can only collect Ziburit, um, are they uh, minors, or that means orphans, even if they are adults? Then the question is as follows: Takanta he da avurabon gabiyatmi was a takana made for their benefit. So the time avurabon lekdolim lo avurabon, they only made it for minors. Odelo mishum de lomasik adata de malve de mit love venafle kame venafle nirsei kame yatmi. Maybe it's because the malve, the lender, never thought that the borrower died during the time of the death of the debt. Um, and that he would then suddenly have to come to Yitomim, the Havile Noel Delet. Because after all, um, why do we not say that a Balchov collects Ziburit? Because of Ni'ilat Delet. But there would be no, there is no Ni'ilat Delet here if we say every Yatom you only collect from uh, Ziburit. Because when a guy lends money, he figures the follow he's lending, lending it to is going to be alive to pay back. Alright, so let's see how that plays out. The Tomim were mentioned in our Mishnah, refer to adults. Certainly if they're minors. Maybe that's talking about Shvua, which is the ruling that we've seen elsewhere, which is you can never collect from Yatomim without a Shvua. It's Sugin Ketubot in the Penaith Perak. Right? Maybe that's what it means, is that you collect from Yatomim, you have to take a shvua, that means Yatomim Gdolim, and certainly Yatomim Gdolim, but maybe not as far as Ziburit goes. Uh, right? So maybe it's a because after all, even an adult child, relative to his father's business, like a cotton, he doesn't know what his father was doing, so therefore you have to take a shvua, because otherwise you may have been paid part. But maybe in the context of Zibur, it's not the case. What's the halacha? The reality is that Yatomim always refers to even adult Yatomim, whether for oath, you cannot collect from them without paying an oath, without taking an oath, and Ziburit, that you can only collect Ziburit from them, whether or not uh, they are Gdolim or certainly Ktanim. Okay, the second half, which is really presented as the first half of Mishnah Bet, you can never collect from Nechasim Shubadim, meaning I borrow money from somebody, uh, and then he comes to collect from me, and by the time he comes to collect from me, I've got no liquid assets left, and all of my property subsequently I sold. That property is now called Nechasim Shubadim. He has to go to the last guy, the last piece of property that I sold off, and collect from there, and if there's not enough there, he goes backwards, etc. Now, if I have any land left, which is still mine, that's where he collects from, even if that's inferior land to what he could get, if we were to go to my purchasers. Sorry. What happens if I didn't sell that land, but I gave that land away? Can the lender now go to the guy I gave the land to, as much has come to me, so if I gave away better land, and I kept inferior land, he could go to him. Maybe the takana was made so that the buyers don't lose. 
Maybe it doesn't apply where the guy got the land as a gift. He didn't lose anything. Right? Maybe even applies to matana. After all, the giver got something. He got some pleasure from this guy. He got pleasure out of the fact that the guy accepted his land. There's some hana there. There is some quid pro quo. So it's sort of like a sale. And there is some seda de lukuchot in a sense. So, what do we say about a gift? So he said, A guy is on his deathbed, and he says, Give 200 Zeus to this guy, 300 to that guy, 400 to that guy. We don't say that whoever came first in the star, we have to see what kind of star this is, gets it first. If a star chov comes on that property afterwards, he can equally collect from any of those guys who got the stuff. But if he sequenced them and said, okay, give 200 to this guy and afterwards 300 to that guy and 400 to that guy, then we say whoever came first in the star, and again that star is kind of strange because there's no star here, gets it first, and therefore the fichach if there's a star chov, the guy has to go to the last guy who got property and try to collect from there. If he doesn't have govin then he goes to this guy who got it before him. If not, then he keeps going up until he finally is able to get his full payment. Now, and we did not distinguish among different kinds of land. So that means even though the guy is collecting from is Ziburit, and he can't go to the guy before who has better land, he has to go to the last guy first. And remember, all these guys got it as a gift, which means that even when you get a gift, you're somewhat protected, so that the uh, the, the creditor cannot come after the creditor of a debt that the fellow who gave you the gift owed, can't come to you, he has to go to the last guy first. Um... So you could see that the Rabbanon Sakana even applies in the case of a Matana. No, we say not necessarily. Could be that the guys he gave the money to were people he owed money to. He was paying them back. It wasn't a Matana. I said give. Yeah, meaning give them what I owe them. That's what he meant. So if that's the case, why don't we see which debt was earliest and that guy will be most protected? The answer is the Lake Ishtar. We're talking about where they were all oral debts. But remember that text that I pointed out. It's very strange. It keeps saying, whoever's first in the star. What does that mean? That's Bishtar Pakarata. You know what star that is? That's the star of this fellow's orders. Not the star of the original debts that he's paying back, but the star of this fellow's orders. Uh, we have a different way to answer it. It would even, it could even be a case of matone here. Not of, uh, not of Balch, of Chov that he's paying off. He's giving gifts of 200, 300, and 400. What does govamin achron mean? What it means is that the last guy is always going to lose. Meaning, if the Balchov goes to the last guy and collects, uh, let's say, uh, uh, Ziburi, he's going to turn around uh, and and um, and let's say he only has Ziburit, maybe our fellow can go to the second guy and get his Benonit, but then that guy is going to go to the third guy and say, you owe me land. Either way, the last guy is going to end up losing. So that's what Eno Govmen Lacharon means. It doesn't mean that our creditor is necessarily going to only go to the last guy. Maybe he can go to the third guy. 
But eventually, the last guy is going to be the Lai who ends up on the short end of the stick. Alright, we have another possibility, which is the Shavukulu Lahadadi. What if all the lands are the same kind of land? They're all Ziburit, they're all Benanit, they're all Idit. Then, of course, this will, uh, this will be solved. And that doesn't prove anything to us about Matana. So, again, we don't know whether or not, in the case of Matana, the Takana applies. We tried a proof, but we did not successfully complete it. Okay, we'll stop at this point, and Mirza Hashem pick up with Mishnah Gimel, which, again, was back at the beginning of the parak, but we'll deal with limitations on the use of Nechassim uh for various uses. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.